Yes, you. Me. Are you, are you pooping right now? Oh, them. Are you pooping? They might be pooping. Are you driving? Could be driving. Are you pooping and driving? Oh, God. <laughs> I hope not. Somebody might be. Or they're like, I'm trying not to. Nobody steal this business idea from me, but I'm just saying. Built-in toilet trays and car seats. Oh, gross. Who's cleaning we can, those we things We can market out? them to truckers. They, we can make them self-cleaning. If they can do it with litter boxes, baby, they can do no it shit. with... A litter can, mate. Someone yep. has to empty the litter mate dump box, though. Scat well, tech, we'll just make it a mate. contained system. It's just... it's, <laughs> like it's a, It'll be tamer than it, em, emptying out your wastewater from your RV. Like mm. a diaper genie? Yeah. It just twists it in just, the bag. It just somebody does that. We, that we can, we can put in a button that will upsell people for to where they can eject it to the next lane over. The next time a trucker gets cut off he just speeds past you and then it's just it's just this plastic like (laughs) sausage shit filled sausage string that comes out of the thing like a diaper awesome like like silly strings you can see how the market would would kind of change around that where the windshield wipers would get stronger because they'd be used to that and the windshield wiper fluid would become like more caustic and the windshield wiper or the the front of the car would just become turns out Listerine is the best thing to take it off a windshield with so Listerine stock just goes through the fucking roof you see how this becomes just a fucking floodgate of things so this is this is just a ride 62 welcome to the ride welcome I am Piba. I am the Poobah. And I am We do have a spectator with us. Yes, we do. Our good friend Josh is here. He's from, he's a nonprofit, but he's not allowed to talk. Yeah. He's <laughs> waving. He's, he's waving. waving at you. Yeah. He bangs on things. But he brought, That's why we keep him around. He bangs on he bangs. stuff. He's a banger. Yeah. <laughs> but he brought us a delicious beer called Bodhisattva. And I, that's pretty good. It's the first time I've ever had it. If you know, you know. I guess. Mm-hmm. Now Zach knows. And that silences me drinking. This and is people love mouth noises. A nice, refreshing, crisp, <laughs> delicious I, I would, I would take a would sip. I, actually, you know I will. Uh, forgive me, though, because beer makes me burpy. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Mouth jo- noises. <laughs> I just got a thumbs up from Josh. Yeah, Josh will just Josh let it rip every I, once in a while. You guys are... Uh, we've, we've had our moments, because I've been known in the past to let out a belch or two. Mm-hmm. No. Um, where you? the neighbors actually hear it. No. And so Josh and I have gone head to head on the bus yeah. uh, in competition to see yeah. who could burp the loudest. And, yeah. I think my favorite, I don't know who, who my favorite type of burp that I've ever heard from you, which mm-hmm. is a recurring thing, <laughs> is your, your small, adorable little burp of acknowledgement. Mm. Like someone will tell you something and you're just like, like yeah. you're intently listening, but it's just a quick, and you like, you look so like innocent, like there's a tiny glint of mischief, like you know what you're doing, but you're just like, yes, I'm so, ah. yeah. that's the sound of me listening. Yeah. It's playful. <laughs> but it happens. It's, it's not every day or even it's every week. Thing. So it's yeah. not the, it's not the DDT burp, the DDP burp that the diet causes Dr. Pepper. the, no, yeah. it's that little, little burp. It's the little, ah. Yeah. Are you drink that we call them the accent burps. Yeah. <laughs> Where you were like, I'm listening to you, but I kind of want you to know that I'm kind of not yeah. that much. <laughs> no, absolutely intently listening. My body is acknowledging yeah. that, you, you know, I'm, I'm absorbing the information. That's the sound so, of your undivided yeah, attention. See? But you're talking, well, I guess this is probably something that you may or may not have done, but That's you're talking really to good. two dudes mm-hmm. that are probably very professional at holding farts in around ladies. I'm oh, doing yeah? it right now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as like, we know how to hold in that thing where it's like a shooting. Mm-hmm. But then, but I'm talking to a female that's probably brought, you know, babies. Uh, yeah, babies. So I feel uh, like what the fuck do I know about anything? I feel like every dude, like though, for sure. And I mean, it's not exclusive to dudes, but 
there's probably not a single dude that doesn't know that feeling of having a fart, like just knocking at the door, yeah. <laughs> like it's climbing up the front gate, knocking. and then but, you're, and then, to be but, you, but you're denying it. You're just like, mm -mm, oh, not, not today, Satan. <laughs> and then you just feel it, like give you the middle finger and go back up like uh -huh. into your bowels yes. oh, it's just, yeah. and it's like okay I'm gonna hurt you now yeah. you're like wait 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 come back just so you guys know we females yes. have become acutely aware of the reversed fart the denied fart. We're fully aware of it because. Are you better? You're probably better. Well, you at should it. be. No, you should saying, be thankful. Once you once you've uh, said no to the fart and mm -hmm. it's crawled its way back up, mm -hmm. your stomach starts making this guttural. Oh, I'm aware of it. Noise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of my time in college, I just, was I just felt it in yeah. my mouth when you sit when yeah. you made that noise. I was yeah, like, see? oh, so yeah. We know that one reverberated all the way back to the beginning of the digestive and process. If we're, <laughs> if we're a kind woman, we'll just turn and say it's okay. Let it go. Right. Let, Let it go. out. Let me know Let what out. it smells like so we can join together forever. You listen up out there, fellas. If you find that woman, just it's marry true. her on the spot. It's, it's actually like my wife and I, who happens to be Babooba and, and me, that was kind of our thing. We just didn't lie at all. Mm -mm. We're just, and I remember real early, both of us were like, here's a fart for you to deal with. You want to marry me now, fucker? What do you think about and, that? I'll just yeah. leave it here with you. You mm -hmm. can think about it. I warned Just him. really chew on it for a while. It, became, well, I, yeah, it was chewable, too. Hers, hers I, is chewable. I warned him. See, you don't want to chew it. Why are we talking about farts and shit? It's, but, it's scat cast. This is quality I, content. What are you I talking about? I warned him the first time that I farted around him. I actually warned him because mine... I don't fart often. I right. really These don't. These are saved up I, for years. I burp a lot. And I think that's why I don't fart much, maybe. maybe. And I'll, I'll let out a fart like every, I don't even know, I'm not timing it, but it depends. If I'm sick, more often. But if Keep I'm, a fart journal for the rest of the show. But if I'm not sick, I might go months without farting. It, it, I just don't. Right. But when I do... That's oh wild. good lord. It really, it really good is. Good lord. You know, all the and jokes I'll have to, were I'll have burns to, eyes, you know the wall the oh, wallpaper starts I can't, to shred i laugh so I'll, if Fire. i don't at this point in our marriage after 15 years i won't even warn him anymore i'll just like let one out and then i can't help myself as soon as the smell hits me i just can't help but laugh yeah. it's so it's not a good laugh intense it's and cackle. it's so bad i'm just like oh God. Bobby Yagerhouse you go. has got some. Here you go. I'm leaving. Got so some weird incense enjoy today. that as I'm doing the, the hand cup, yeah. waving into it. Our son and I have been through some stuff. <laughs> that, uh, That's why you guys want to get rid of that couch, probably. It's, it's so, reminds me of your shame. On, I don't even sit on that Because of the one time that you sat on it, we let you play a hole video games it. with us. Yeah. It's it just a, melted destroyed. the tissue. Just melted the. You're like, we've been, get our we've, been, back. we've been gently working on this patina of this couch <laughs> yeah. for years. And Fucked you just it. come in and uh, blast it. It was a chromosomal change completely. The DNA was so the pH off. is suddenly off. <laughs> so in all, and now it responds to a full moon. In <laughs> all honesty, I'm not sure who's, you know, Zach's 50 to 100 farts compared to mine. If you bottled all of his up, all collections, all different scent or aromas and you know they're not, I still they're not think, great. I still think mine would kick its ass, yeah. even 50 all together at once. I think so. Yes, so. they're bad. And being proud of that is good. You should be proud. Well, of Well, it's not that I'm proud you can't, of it. They can't undo. No, you've it's made not, it so we couldn't get our deposit back. It's not that I'm proud of it. It's just 
impressive. <laughs> it is. I mean, when it does happen, it's like, oh no. It's like your digestive system is taking that food and it's like, I don't know what to do with it. What should we do with it? Let's make it putrid. <laughs> and then release it in, as a gas. Set the Lay timer it. for two years. Set, <laughs> set the temperature of the gas to 134 degrees. <laughs> so when it escapes, your ass, it leaves a blister on its uh, way out. Yeah, I need like an arid so, What I've learned today <laughs> is that uh, Zach and I farts are like the equivalent of a gas station burrito mm -hmm. where it's just like you can get them almost anywhere they're mm -hmm. readily available mm -hmm. sometimes they insert themselves into your life when you didn't really want them but you're like fine and uh yeah. amara's farts oh. are <laughs> the equivalent of a century egg yes <laughs> yeah yeah we dug it up out of the sand and it's like oh <laughs> yep. Whoa! Yep. All right. Yeah, I can. We, we did it, boys. It's a different <laughs> genre. Roll tide. Yeah. Roll tide. <laughs> I can clear a room. Even the dog, her ears go back, and she's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, it's true. And yeah. dogs eat poop. Yeah, so that I can says clear some a room. stuff, right? But it only happens like once or twice a year. I'm proud of it. You know, I'm proud of it. So I, you probably do. So I mean, you know, I have a fart-related story that's short and sweet. Glad we started um, off this episode that way. This yeah. is well interesting. Done. So. My first girlfriend mm -hmm. ever, right? Mm -hmm. I think I'm 14. Uh, 14 now? Yes, I'm okay. still 14. Okay. That's where I stopped aging. Um, the, uh, we, in Canada, they have July 1st, it's Canada Day. It's the exact same thing as 4th of July. It's just Canadian edition, mm -hmm. three days sooner. But we went to, I was like, cool, I'm going to take my girlfriend my nice shiny new girlfriend straight from the factory I'm gonna take her to the park we'll watch the fireworks and mm -hmm. you know quality boyfriend girlfriend activity right mm -hmm. and then I was like okay fireworks are done I was like I live two blocks from the park I'm like let's go to my house there's a fire pit outside I'll build a fire for us and we'll sit out there and talk and hopefully make out you know right, right? <laughs> and I'm like perfect this, it goes this, well. is, this is going great couldn't be better so we walk back to my house I'm being Mr. Man you know building a fire i think i've heard this story <laughs> you probably have <laughs> and uh so the fire pits level with the ground right we just dug a pit into the yard i get my situation set up and i'm down there getting ready to blow on it mm -hmm. start the fire start to blow on it my ass is in the air she's sitting straight across from me and as i'm blowing the, that that was the pressure that was needed to oh. just make me blow out of two orifices oh no and there was no hiding it like it was impressive <laughs> and so i blow on this flame i rip ass yes i glance across the fire through this lattice of sticks that i've piled up <laughs> and she's sitting over there like a deer in the headlights like did he really just do that right and my brain in my infinite wisdom was like dances with wolves bro and i was like what was that <laughs> Is that a frog? <laughs> what was that? That was a woodchuck. Uh, That's a woodchuck's mating sound. Oh my God. You didn't own it? Uh, oh, well, you were 14. Well, yeah. I, well, I did. Like, I mean, obviously it was me. I was just like, I'll just play it off and try to be charming. Yeah. What was that? Uh, he, he, he. <laughs> Wendy, we didn't make become? out. I'll just, I'll put it that no. way. Yeah. <laughs> it, would be, it would be nice if somebody could tell you when you're young. It's like, be really honest. 
and see what happens. Just be super. Don't play games. Mm-hmm. I know you don't know anything. Just be really honest and be like, I'm really nervous and my stomach hurts <laughs> and I think I might shit myself. But I really want to have a good time with you. Is that okay? Yeah. Wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't that be a superpower if you could be that way when you were 12 uh-huh. or 14 and just I, be like to the teacher like, hey, what, uh, what are you doing? It right, would. right. I learned it earlier than most, but not by that point. But mm. like not many years later yeah. you know became- I, I was just like like i'd be sitting on the couch with the girl mm-hmm. and i would just casually stand up walk one room away and just stand there like in the doorway facing them and my ass facing away mm-hmm. they're like what are you doing and i'm like i'm farting over here because i'm nice to you <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you uh- i'm i'm farting a lot as we speak yes i'm just shooting it into the other room because I'm, I'm, I'm yes. a gentleman. I'm protecting you. <laughs> yeah, I saved you. I saved you from this chemical warfare. That <laughs> now, Josh sent me a pigeon message. Uh, he, he put this on Wallace and sent this via pigeon. Wow, uh, there he goes. Don't be afraid of rejection. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But even re- past rejection, it's like, yeah, that would be the superpower. It's like, don't give a fuck what they say. But mm-hmm. being able to just talk to somebody and be, yeah. Well, if you yeah. can't tell be, them exactly, if, like, I mean, if you spend like, I think this is a common mistake. If we're going to get into the philosophy of our fart stories here, <laughs> I'm gonna, I think this is a common, deeper into the a common mistake that a lot of people make that I've also made in the past, and I try to not be this way anymore. But you get into the early stages, not even just a relationship, but you do it in friendships too, or people that you meet that you think are super cool and mm-hmm. you're like, "Fuck, I want your approval. I want you to like me as much as I like you." Mm-hmm. Right? So you put on airs. You, you you create a facade of yourself rather mm-hmm. than just being yourself mm-hmm. and it seems like a reasonable thing to do in the moment because you're like I want to be the best version of me mm-hmm. because I really want this person to like me right mm-hmm. so that seems like a reasonable tactic but what you're actually doing is robbing that person of the chance to actually like right. you because mm-hmm. you're not being you right, right. Mm-hmm. so the fear of rejection I get it but rejection all day all seven days of the week is better than somebody really becoming attached to a version of you that's right, not really that you. That's not really you, yeah. Right? It's kind of like mm-hmm. our job to filter out the world in that way, kind of, right? Yeah. Like reject. Mm-hmm. You want people to reject you in a sense. So it's like, okay, I'm not I'm not part of this. I'm not part of it. I mean, you don't want to be rejected. That goes against mm-hmm. every little bit of our, yeah. our little heart. But rejection is a necessary component. I think it, so. It serves a, a valuable purpose, and it's never going to feel good. Mm-hmm. But like with most things, the more practice you get, yeah, <laughs> the the less impactful it becomes in the mm-hmm. future. You know, it's just like if you get rejected a certain amount of times for a certain thing, but then somebody doesn't reject you for it, you're like, ha, okay, sick. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> yes, I think um, in my experience through the decades that I've been on this planet, <laughs> I've realized that it's much better to be who you are, mm-hmm. um, and you don't have to show everything, but be true, no. you know, and, no, and, and whip your dick out first day. Be yourself. First 10 minutes, <laughs> just whip it out. If they don't, <laughs> if they don't stick around, you know that it wasn't going to work out. Josh, sit down. He's taking his penis out. Um, if, if, they don't, if they did, uh, if they don't stick around, then they, you're obviously not compatible. Right. And it's, it's a good litmus it's test. It's much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, and that's what I think was so good for Zach and I because we were honest with each other from mm-hmm. the very beginning. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, look, this is this is who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of anxious. I'm kind of A-type personality. I'm kind of a little bit psycho. 
I have trust issues, and I burp a lot. And I fart so. real bad, but not all the time. <laughs> he didn't, dis- he didn't, I didn't learn that quite <laughs> He didn't learn that, that until probably, gosh, year two or year three. Yeah, because you were holding it that whole time. I wasn't. You I were never, cooking it up? No. <laughs> yeah, right. I never, I never, it. I didn't, I mean, I may, may have passed like two or three in that period of time. Yes. <laughs> I just That's wasn't so wild. Just wasn't I can't around. even imagine. I passed two I or fart three. like four times a day yeah. minimum. It's, it is strange to me. It's part of a nice little balanced our, breakfast. our son is that way. Yeah, you eat handfuls of spinach. How are you doing this? I don't know. <laughs> Where is it going? It, I just don't, I don't make gas. I'm not going to throw, but I mean, he eats spinach, so he's going to throw down some farts here and there. I've heard it. I cheer him from the other room like, well done, boy. Well done. That's a good healthy colon you got there. That was well brought up. It's too bad you weren't. (laughs) Well, we have, we we do want to talk simulation today. We're going to spend Mm -hmm. today talking about that. But before we get into that, we got a a letter, a letter. We got a pigeon. We got an email from a listener and I I responded back, but I don't know. Sometimes our things don't, they bounce back or something. So I hope we got it. But it was about scream singing. Mm. And, you know, the people that listen to the show have listened or, or skipped past the Lilac City Nightmare Band, so you guys know we do that here. Mm-hmm. Even with Sovereign and the nonprofits, we do some screaming and stuff like that. Yeah, Josh, kiss the <laughs> kiss the shovel cock. There you go. <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was talking about because he kissed the scream penis. singing. Right, we're doing scream. Well, singing. I can tell you, I invented this technique. Nobody's ever done it before me. It it's called a- inward screaming. <laughs> 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 well, I thought. I mean, I that's know. a throwback to a previous episode. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you're with us at sixty-two. Jeez, we've been through a lot together at this yeah. point. We're almost eligible for Medicare. Right. No shit. <laughs> That's a good time period. Yeah. You're kind of just lazy lazy boy back and chill. <laughs> but the, the scream singing thing. So not everybody likes that for, for one. So mm-hmm. this might be a thing where it's like, I don't even like that. And I get it. I mean, I play acoustic music all the time I, and I listen to classical music and that would be really odd to have screaming in either of those things. Yeah. Although I like it when it does happen. It does fall into an interesting category though. It's similar to rap when you're not into rap right but then you dig into it enough to realize oh this might not be my cup of tea but it takes a fuckload of skill like there's yeah. actually there's a lot of technical mm-hmm. shit involved in it it's not like because people hear screaming that don't tend to care for it or have never really dug into it and they're just right. like all you have to do is go ah you know no, you it's don't. like no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you try and do it at that volume and not cough and have your eyes water yeah. the thing that yeah. makes it I think that turns people off is because although I don't think people listen to lyrics that much, we do sing lyrics back. Mm-hmm. And so when when the lyrics are, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what they are at all. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny because a lot of these def, these heavy metal guys, death metal guys, will write really fucking cool lyrics, really complicated lyrics. And it's like, no way you're saying that. Yeah. So when you hear like a, a looking metal, up the lyrics for the screaming parts of metal songs is I highly recommend it. Dude. Mm-hmm. If you've never done it, like you're like, he said what? Yeah. yeah. Right? That's deep as shit. You, <laughs> but I couldn't understand it. Yeah. You, you play an acoustic version of a metal song where it's like, that's pretty. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Lyrics, right. And it's nuts. It didn't change the words. <laughs> no, it's nuts. But I don't know. There's something about to me as a vocalist when I jumped into bands and stuff it was like I'm gonna try and do everything rap to me is a style that is amazing mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can say more things in rap than you can say in, in singing in a pop band and stuff or yeah. singing in heavy metal bands rap had that same appeal to me because I was like and I don't fancy myself a rapper like I can do it but it's not a, it's not something I'm naturally inclined towards but I'm if you've listened to any of my songs, I cram a, a lot of words <laughs> into mm-hmm. my songs yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and I can't help it. Like that's the, that's as pared down as I can he's fucking get word, it. So he's like, a wordy bitch. Yeah, yeah. I am. Which, <laughs> I'm a wordy fucking bitch. So, so rap is just like, you mean I can fit 
two, three times as many words into the same length of song. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it is. But then there's a voice to rap too. You can't, I mean, people want to hear a certain kind of voice yep. in rap. It's really a confidence thing. But it depends though too, because you hear all sorts of different voices. So it's, I don't know, it's a fun thing. But the screaming became, in my mind, it's like, well, I want to be able to sing my normal, whatever range my vocals are. I want to be able to hit falsettos. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to try and go as low as I can. Mm-hmm. And both when you try and go high and when you, when you try and go low, it leads you into distortion. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it leads you into the, the death metal stuff, mm-hmm. which I've never, I'm not, I do it, but I don't do it very often. I do it in the Lilac City Nightmare Band. Right. And I do it sometimes to accent stuff that you do, Shaden and Sovereign, when you're singing. But that's it. But the really, I've never noticed. screaming stuff. Right, you should, you should <laughs> feel it in your balls. <laughs> Generally, we've got so much bass instrument stuff going on, you won't, you won't. Don't mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Get the bass, but like the higher, like I remember reading Chris Cornell's autobiography or just biography, I guess, and mm-hmm. he it was about his neighbor, and his his neighbor was talking about where he would just scream and scream, but he would sing at his highest note, and then he would find his distortion. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, is that a that's mm-hmm. a way? Because I listen to Phil Ensemble, I, I listen to Pantera, and sort it of is screaming a way. was not just the way like, I'd recommend if you're trying to learn, but it is a way. Right. <laughs> no. Well, you know that's really. But that's but you learn. Do you learn that there's like five or six different ways to scream, and that's yeah. what I'm trying to get to. It's like mm-hmm. in my career, I've not only have I kind of learned to respect scream singing, but I liked it too because I grew up listening to Pantera and some other bands like that. But I realize that there's some that I'm okay at. There's some that I'm better at. There's a bunch of styles. When you mix all that stuff together, singing, falsetto, yodeling, mm-hmm. uh, beatboxing, all that stuff, it just becomes your vocalist. And then yep. it just so never in my in my life have ever been like, no, I don't want that part of vocalization. Mm-hmm. I don't. But when I listen to singing, seeing coaches talk, they're like, well, that's how you fuck your voice up real bad. Yeah. So it yeah, but it's like throat. it depends on the it's coach good. too, because I've come across a lot of that. But and there are vocal coaches that specialize in in screaming technique you know and like they're not going to say that because there is a way to do it without fucking up your vocal cords there is vocal fry of course there is because we've been doing it for years yeah. you mm-hmm. know yeah, yeah. and like i've had people come up to me after shows and be like how did you go from screaming to singing falsetto in the next beat and i, I was like Cause you just have to scream the right way <laughs> well it's very difficult to do what you do to be honest like i can't do the kind of stuff that you can do with your voice I cannot do well, and it's fucking impressive it's hard to do <laughs> thanks for sucking my dick a little bit, a little bit. I, uh, <laughs> I think I got to a point so I spent I spent several years not knowing what my voice was and I think every singer kind of goes through that like you emulate what you think you want to be mm-hmm. and then somewhere along the way you find your actual voice and you're like oh there I am yeah you know but I've I've spent enough time there and I'm just wired as this kind of person where I'm now want to see what all I can get my voice to do. Like, what can I possibly make it do? Mm -hmm. Like, I'll be sitting at home working. I was doing this today. I was like trying to throat sing while I was working, which I can't do, not really. But I I can do more than when I started trying to do it. And Mm. I'm like, okay. Like my whole life, I'm like, well, this is my range. And then I was like, oh, I actually can go this much further with my high range. I wonder if I could do that in my low range. And so I start pushing my low range and it's like, actually I can. And it's like, okay, I watched a YouTube video of a chick that can sing two tones at once going in yeah. different directions. And yeah. I'm like, oh, well, now I know it's possible. Uh-huh. Wonder if I could do it. <laughs> so far, no. Say <laughs> <laughs> magic. Well, you, Ba-Boo-Ba-Ba, you have probably, I don't know how much vocal training you have. It seems like you've had a lot, but I don't think you have had a lot. No, I had a vocal teacher in college and that mm. was it. 
Okay. I had a vocal coach for a little bit and she was awesome and it was amazing and she was like quit smoking right now <laughs> that was her main thing and i didn't for a long time but mine I, was trying know. to get me to be a professional opera singer <laughs> that's what she was doing for me she's like i'm teaching how to do opera boy yeah. you got the play you got See, the lungs and that's 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 just it that's where well i sang first of all i don't sing anymore i want to throw that out there because I, the I smoke now I don't sing. You'd anymore. rather smoke than sing. I, I would. I would. Rather there's a lot of people out there. They're like, "Fuck yeah! What the fuck do you need to sing?" I triple X. I like smoke better than air. I actually, <laughs> you know, I find I it. Die. I find it fascinating because my entire life, until I started smoking, I was considered a first and or second soprano. Mm. So that's where my comfortable range was: mm. first to second soprano. Now I'm a smoker. I'm a I. I mean, I've been smoking for thirty plus years. However long. Come on, baby, that man. I'm now. <laughs> I'm now in alto, at the highest. So it's interesting. What about alto? Check out the chunky alto. beef chunks. So it's it's interesting to me that my vocal my vocal um, range has dropped so much. Mm-hmm. But in my training, because I went through I vocal classes for years and then I was classically trained to sing opera mm-hmm. and I went through that she has process an awesome voice too, by the way. and during that process of thank you during that process of learning it's funny that you bring this up because when I, we first met I, I appreciated metal music uh, very much loved it uh, still do mm-hmm. but I d- had no appreciation for the scream none because I didn't understand how it was to how it how it came about. I didn't know the techniques that you had to use to get there. Because to me, as a first soprano, when you peak out and you develop vocal fry, mm-hmm. you've now damaged yourself. Yeah. So you don't want to get to that point. And that's how I was trained. When you peak out on the low end and you start to get more vocal fry you don't want to get there either right so because both of them cause damage it, it's, it's not just it's fatigue thing. as soon as you start feeling the way i was trained as soon as you start feeling that fatigue in your vocal cords that weird ache that you get in your vocal cords you need to stop and rest mm. um, because you pushed yourself past where you should be so when i heard you doing these things when I f- we first got together and I heard you scream for the first time, I went, oh no, he's hurting himself. <laughs> but after talking to you about it, I learned that there is a whole technique that you can, and I've never done it, I don't know how to do it, um, but there's a whole technique that you two go through mm-hmm. where you push past that vocal fry and you develop a sound that isn't damaging. Mm-hmm. So... It can't be sustainable for too long. Yeah. Like, it depends on which one. Yeah. It is a technique in, in all five directions. Well, well there's the way, different types of screaming, yeah. too. Well, the way you taught me was the creaky door. Mm. Make a creaky door sound. And that's how you begin. That's a vocal fry, yeah. 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 So let's do let's do it, Zach. You Let's do a tutorial with Zach right oh now. Oh, boy. Mm. Wait, like with no for, music for, behind? For your scream, yeah. just... <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like so. Where so when your when your brain is like, okay, time to scream. Mm-hmm. What's your what's your <laughs> checklist that you've internalized that you don't even think about it right. anymore? But like, what do you, when like when you go to scream, like what like if you were to think about, okay, do I have to do something with my jaw? Do I have to like? Is there something with the volume? Do you, you take I'm, a different like, stance? <laughs> left foot in front of the right. I'm trying not to forget. <laughs> no, I'm just in it. I guess I just know when it's coming. Yeah. 
Uh, yours comes because I'm from, playing guitar. Yours too, comes from the taint. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You're just like, oh, for one time, <laughs> just reach into the basement. <laughs> so, no. do you actually? So, I'm curious. Where we begin when with you this? when you scream and you're it's coming, right? Mm. You know the scream part's coming. Do you actually it's diaphragm? Do you diaphragm. so you're pushing with your diaphragm? You're pushing air up and out with your diaphragm. Are you closing? Are you closing down on your vocal cords? Depends. Are you squeezing? Uh, I'm just curious. He's like thinking about it now. I'm <laughs> it depends on which one. Like, right? Like there's almost a falsetto scream too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, that's like the '80s hair metal scream. It's gonna suck for the dogs. Yeah. All it's all right, but are are you opening your vocal cords? Are you opening your throat when you do that, or are you closing down? Some of them are closed down. Like I consider this one. I call it the wrestling voice. <laughs> that That's kind of open. Thing. But it's right in your it's throat. It's getting up from mm-hmm. the top row. I'm trying to do this for a very long. You will fucking not be able to do it very long. Certainly not two hours. <laughs> it's like impossible to do for too long. And that's what, when I was in Black the Sky, mm-hmm. I would make a lot of the verses in a song that, and, and do it like staccato, like, and then, mm-hmm. for a chorus. Right. And then yeah. at the, by the third chorus, you're like, I hate doing that yeah. I hate myself <laughs> yeah even in, in Sovereign we do a couple of songs where I'm, I've made it so the, the bridge is also heavy mm-hmm. like it's really our, our opener yeah. it's just a fucking watch it burn hand the holds yeah. or hand, hand the holds yeah. either one watch it burn is in Both the same category yeah. yeah watch it burn is like the one at the end of the show where it's like do I have any left yeah. let's see what I got <laughs> but, I always, but I always have like the low damage the fuck out of your throat one and so that's the one at the end of a long show where it's like yeah <laughs> or, help! Yeah, where it's like put a little reverb on the. Uh! But no, like I don't know. It's a fun thing to do, mm-hmm. and especially with like the Lilac City Nightmare band, I get to kind of mess with. I'm, you know, I'm pretending there's three or four different people in the band, so mm-hmm. I get to mess with all these different voices. So I'm messing with the low, the lowest of the low. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out little harmonies of screams because there's a bunch of bands that do that where they have this low growl and this yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful to my ears. Yep, beautiful. But I also want when I scream for you to understand every word. Josh is sitting here. He hates screaming. Mm-hmm. Like he loves metal. He's played in metal bands. He's in a band called Worm Drive. It's fucking fantastic, and heavy as shit mm-hmm. but as soon as somebody screamed he's out he's out and I get that because you can't understand what they're saying mm-hmm. but when they can you know disturbed they mm-hmm. he's screaming that shit that's a that's a kind of scream that's a it's in that wrestling voice kind of thing get up get down the down the, 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 the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's not you know that's distorted that's, as fuck so that's but you can te- understand every word so that's technically a scream technique what you just did mm-hmm. even though you're singing and it's not loud that is a technique of screaming a lot of the screams are fake like the, you right. know, that you hear in metal a lot of them are done in the studio doing it live is a fun thing where you get to do like that's Phil Ansamo was my guy and I saw him live do that shit and so as, when I started a band I'm like I need to do it that way mm-hmm. I need to do it live and mm-hmm. I need to do it well the whole way through like he does for, for it to be a successful show. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't do these fake things, I don't think. Maybe he does. Maybe yeah. somebody's trained him. He just, what I used to do in my car was scream at my fa- at my life, mm-hmm. at the top of my lungs and see where it went. Yep. And I'd try and harness it with my throat into a, into a thing that sounded like Phil Ansamo or sounded like Slipknot. Mm-hmm. And I just tried to find that space in my throat where it's like, okay, where's my, where's Zach Flannery at? <laughs> and... You know, it worked after a while, and yeah. and I also found that my lung capacity was just right for screaming, and that that my 
my throat for some reason it heals real fast on that mm-hmm. shit because I could go mm-hmm. scream with Black the Sky and then play an acoustic show I, my falsetto might give out on me that night but I could do the whole show and it'd be fine so yeah. I just lucked out with that for sure and yeah. I've been able to do that for a long time yeah well, I have a bit you. of that too I've been fortunate in the throat department because like there's yeah. things I've done especially when I was younger mm-hmm. t- to my vocal cords that it's like oh I should have had problems but my voice is always just like Okay, bitch, we'll fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Rest and, and recovery. I guess, yeah. I, guess uh, I don't scream, but I guess I, now that I think about it. Um, <laughs> you do scream at our shows. <laughs> You're loud. You fucking. I guess, <laughs> but it's not really screaming. It's, it's, uh, so for our listeners Get that didn't know, <laughs> I used to be, um, I used to be a cheerleader years mm-hmm. ago when I was in high school and I learned how to yell. And also with vocal training, I learned how to project. So when I combine my uh, techniques for yelling and my can techniques for projection, I can get this sound. <laughs> Boom. And I never, <laughs> I never have throat issues. My, my vocal cords are fine. Um, I never, I'm never hoarse after a show or anything right. like that. So I guess. <laughs> Except for that one. Oh yeah. Well, I was sick actually. Yeah. yeah Two days. Right. Well, it was the next day. I can't. I became sick. Mm-hmm. I lost my voice entirely. Yep. True. And I you were like, I shouted out all my energy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I, now I, I'm sick. <laughs> but I think the reason why I lost my voice is because well, I woke up the next morning after that show sicker than a fucking dog, and yeah. I think that's why I lost my voice. Yeah, you're probably right. But yeah. Um. Anyways, that bias. I guess I. So I guess I do. I do. I don't scream though. I wouldn't consider that screaming. Is it screaming? I think what you do during our song, uh, War Crimes. War Crimes? I think is that, is that a sure scream? scream? Yeah, man, you're louder than the instruments. Yeah. There's no way you're doing it's that. It's more on the shout end of the spectrum. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, definitely, right. it's definitely a, a form that's of one screaming. Of too. There's yeah. very little that's vocal the fry or distortion It's just a natural distortion from the projection. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, when I scream, this thing about screaming for me that took me a, a while to figure out and I wish somebody would have told me is that screaming whenever somebody wants to scream it's because they want that like pure raw emotion that's mm-hmm. associated with it you know and so oh, they're the like best. they're it's like power. and they yeah. always have it cranked up if they're into it oh, right yeah. so they have this notion that like screaming has to be shoved the fuck out of you as hard as you can mm-hmm. and that's how you scream and that's where you get hurt it right. is it's it like is. screaming you can scream that way but yeah. you're gonna hurt yourself you're gonna hurt yourself right? yeah. it's actual technical screaming is uh very delicate mm-hmm. and it's it seems counterintuitive because it sounds so raw and powerful and emotional but like a lot of these guys that do a lot of like really uh screaming centric shit on their albums or even when they play live especially when they play live it's thanks to a really quality sound man that it has the power that it does Mm -hmm. because if they were screaming that hard every single night on a tour they would need surgery yeah yeah (laughs) you know i mean there's there's outliers like i think chester bennington was from lincoln park was one of those just rare superhuman like he could actually scream his little fucking heart out yeah every single night on a tour Mm -hmm. yeah and and like really high one that's a really tough one yeah that's a like there's i actually watched a course on how to emulate chester's scream and it's like there is a technique to Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. but i'm i i did it and i was like oh okay but i can't imagine doing that as much 
do as as he did. Plus, he does the and I that and I'm I have. A, I feel like I've lucked out like you did with the with the throat thing. Mm-hmm. Like my throat's always been pretty forgiving to my abuse. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, it's like thirty years now. Yeah, I can't <laughs> imagine. I mean, all, all props to Chester for that shit. Like, Dude, it's amazing. Impressive, <laughs> and, and to Chris Cornell too for those kind of. And I don't even think Chris Cornell did the kind of Chester Bennington kind of yeah. thing. Like the, it was, I mean, he he, just he did in his up. own way, but yeah, I mean, even yeah. still, it's like his voice is like, <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, he was an alien for yeah. sure. Both of them are pretty alien. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So in this email, were they asking for technique? Yeah, I think they okay. were asking for maybe some tips to practice. And I would say, first of all, <laughs> people are like, I hate this. No more scream talk. <laughs> but drink all the water. Every, to take water from children that are walking around, <laughs> like just drink dr- from the hose. Drink from the hose, the yeah. faucet. Don't care municipality. It can be whatever. Some I mean, some ladies' water breaks. Snow. Get after it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Liquid, liquefy. Lubrification. Lubrification. Lubrification, baby. Mm-hmm. That's right. But definitely, water is how you scream more than once a week. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. say step one: learn how to take good care of your voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Step two. Take good care of your voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get lots of sleep, actually, I think. If you're going to sing... So if you're playing two or three times a week, including playing a show on the weekend, I mean, you have to get sleep mm-hmm. throughout Rest. the week. You yeah. can't be fucking around. You really can't be a drunkie or a druggie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I smoke a lot of weed, so I counter. Yeah. But I drink a lot of water yeah, I would, when I'm I would counter, shows. you can. You can do both. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried so much, and I <laughs> got away with it. You definitely can. It forever but, yeah, it's going to be hard on you, and you're going to lose it. Yeah, you know? if you want to sing yeah. later, which it seems like it means more. The older you get and you play music, it feels more special. It feels yeah. more important well, we've to all, you. We've all been to a gig... Uh, where it was a guy who's been doing it for 30, 40 years mm-hmm. and he's still good, but his voice is just thrashed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Right. You know, and it's just like, wow, wonder what he sounded like before all that. And I'm sure it was amazing because it's still good, mm-hmm. but it's just like, okay, well, I'd like to avoid that if I can. Yeah. You know, exactly. a, a, what is it? A teaspoon of prevention is worth an ounce of cure. Yeah. I think that's that what, what they it is. Say? Yes. Sounds yeah. good. I've tried well, to avoid the, the, <clears throat> drugs and all that stuff the whole time i played music it was all around me i remember my first Fuck off, Zach, gigs, do some drugs I did, well i'm smoking weed i don't i don't look at it as the same and they tried to pay me at for, with meth when i was like 17 18 oh at, this, at yeah. this place that that's had a like weird a thing you run into in the music circles it's like was people are just like hey yeah. want some drugs yeah like <laughs> like i quit smoking weed and people continued to just bring me like i, <laughs> I played a gig in a small town a couple of years ago and this guy I'd never met from Adam he came out sorry to derail you I just this no, was I don't funny think rail. I, so, <laughs> I'm gonna rail you Zach yeah okay um after my after my show he comes up to me and just hands me the most heaping handful of weed not not in a baggie not in a container he nuggets. just like he just like pulled it out of what I presume is the mason jar or three yeah. full of them Put that, that in he had car. in his back seat he's like here bro that's for you I grew so it nice. you know and I was like like mm-hmm. in on the inside I was like that's Yay. so touching on the outside I'm taking this handful of <laughs> weed into my bare hand I'm raw handing I'm raw dogging this fucking raw dogging weed. the handful of weed and, oh, yeah. and I'm like so me and my infinite wisdom, I'm wearing a like a sweater, you know, that red sweater that I wear. Mm-hmm. It's got a breast pocket on it, and mm-hmm. I'm like, makes sense. Just <laughs> fucking put 
put a half full of weed into this cotton sweater front You're pocket. It home. I'm like, well, this sweater's gonna have weed in it for eternity. Oh now. my gosh! <laughs> one of the one of the things that um, there's there's certain training techniques that I'll never forget. I don't do them anymore. But when I was, uh, I I think I was a freshman in college, um, when I started my vocal training for opera, and my vocal coach at that time had me doing all kinds of weird shit. But the the two things that made the biggest difference for my, uh, of course, drink a lot of water, get rest, mm-hmm. all of that makes complete sense. Stay away from drugs. Don't smoke. Um, but then drink more water if you're going to smoke. Pavarotti smoked. To, you have to drink a lot of water. When I found out that Pavarotti smoked, that fucked me. I was like, oh, fuck, I yeah. can drink a lot of water. But <laughs> uh, the, the two techniques that stuck with me that made the biggest difference was once you get, once you know the song, so you know your part, you know the song, you can sing it without looking at anything, you know your notes. Do uh, a bunch of heroin? No. <laughs> he had me. He had me do two things. I say me. Because it was sometimes just him and I, but most of the time it was uh, me and then the other six singers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would take off and we would either go running, we'd go on a jog, and he'd have us sing. And we had to sing our parts. I was in a, what's called the, it was like a, like a madrigals type thing where we each had, we, we sung in harmony. And mm-hmm. there was a seven part harmony and you had your harmony, you had your part. No one else was backing you up. Yep. So you had to know your part. And what we would do is we'd go out and we'd go for a run and we'd sing mm-hmm. while we were running. Mm-hmm. And we had to be in key because if we weren't in key, we had to stop and we had to start over. Mm. And the other thing, which, you know, it's it's kind of a twofold thing. I saw Beyonce do that. I saw her dad make her Did do you? that when she was a kid. Yeah, I think you had mentioned that to me. Mm-hmm. Well, singing had, and running isn't bad, but I, I don't know about never, screaming and running. I don't yeah, know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Plus, it'd be a little bit difficult for the, the neighbors thing, to get out the no, fuck no, no, no. Except you'd be I'm, running, so like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be dangerous. Not, well, that's just it. You don't bounce. Yeah. If you're singing your song, you can't make the bouncing sounds. Yep. Right. And that's where you gain your vocal control. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So not only are you controlling your body and your running, you're controlling your breath, which is yeah. hugely important for singing. This isn't for screaming, but you have to have strong vocals mm-hmm. to scream. Yeah. So if you want to strengthen your vocals, go for a run try to sing don't lose your breath sing your song and don't allow it to bounce Mm -hmm. okay now the other thing that he had us do was he had us to do he had us do wall sits Mm. so we would wall sit and sing oh and it's a different technique because you have diaphragm control exactly so you learn your your core diaphragm control And when that's how you don't blow out your voice when you're singing, singing. Right. Yeah. And that's, ex- you have to have nice, but I think it would also help with screaming. Absolutely. So if you're sitting and you're doing a wall sit, you can probably get through depending on how long your song is, depending on how strong your thighs are, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you're going to get to a certain point and you're going to start to tremble. Yep. But you cannot allow your voice to tremble. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes me think of, you know, when we see Axl Rose or somebody, some mm-hmm. of these people that have run across these giant stages that they've built. Right. And they're still singing pretty well. You, you know, know they had to have been running. Like, I do this I do this way more than what I'm going to do tonight. Right. Every fucking time right. that I do this. Yeah. So if I were to give any advice, that's the advice for somebody who, from someone who no longer sings. But sings very well. <laughs> um, but is to. I'm go, trained. Go for a run. 
That's a great know, idea. Give it a try. I don't know about the screaming, though, because I think they'll probably, depending, I mean, metal singers don't always look like your old, you know, country boy, hello, I'm coming to, you know, get the cat out of the tree. Sometimes we look a little scary. And that could be <laughs> if you're running and screaming. <laughs> I mean, there's just I'm a dude that run, there's a dude that walks down I'm, the street and sings I near never, our house, and, and we don't think of him like, oh, he's practicing. We're like, he's practicing bouncing echo waves off of the houses. He's going to murder people in. That's what he's doing. <laughs> no. That's what we think. So if you're screaming, I'm, I'm not saying run and scream. I'm I, saying run and sing. I know. Yeah, yeah. Strengthen your vocal cords so when yeah. you go back into the studio, you're going to have a more powerful scream. For yeah. sure. That's what I was saying. Absolutely. So I think. I agree with all that because vocal control is really the core of mm -hmm. screaming, especially if you're going to do it and not blow yourself out. Yeah, you can achieve a string, uh, a, a scream that sounds how you want it to by just shoving it the fuck out of the basement. Mm. It's just going to hurt. Yeah, after uh, I mean, it'll hurt pretty quickly actually. I do but after, if you do it headache. too often, it's going to hurt permanently. You know, so mm -hmm. it's, a thing, it's a thing to be careful headache. with. Yeah, but I like it. But I like the sound of that scream more than I like any. Yeah, and screams. it's it's one of those things like use it in moderation if it's something that really you know just like just be aware of what you're mm -hmm. what you're feeling as far as your chords go. Um, but it's like, well, I have a question. So, out of curiosity, mm -hmm. how do you for somebody who's learning to scream? And you say just push it out. Yeah. When do you know? Where, what's the, where's the threshold? When do you know that you've gone too far? Shit yourself. <laughs> no, I mean, when do you know that you've gone too far, and maybe you should stop and rest? Yeah. No, it's a good question. It so I, I would, have no medical advice. Yeah, I would say you're gonna feel it. Like mm -hmm. it's it's pretty like if you're doing damage to your vocal cords, you'll be able to tell. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of people mistakenly do is just ignore that. But it's like, if you start feeling a tickle mm -hmm. in your throat, stop. Yeah. Okay. And don't, don't keep doing that. Uh, what yeah. about the ache? The ache isn't always a bad thing. Okay. Cause like if you're exercising vocal control, mm -hmm. screaming feels kind of cool. You're using your muscles and they're muscles right. that aren't often used in that way for anything else but that. Mm -hmm. So you get the ache. It's just like if you do a bunch of new arm curls, your right. arm's gonna start aching because mm -hmm. it's new new muscle work. So the ache isn't always bad, but it depends on the ache. Like if it's an ache that feels more like it's a scratch in your throat, mm -hmm. that's not okay. good. But if it's an ache where it's like. Ooh, the base of my jaw and my neck muscles kind of feel like I worked out. That's probably okay. Well, there's yeah. there's a, there's an ache that actually, if you push past the ache, which is right in that little hollow where your collarbone comes together at the base of your throat, there's a little hollow. That's pretty much where your vocal cords are. Mm -hmm. There's an ache that takes place where it aches, and then if you keep pushing, it'll start to burn. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I guess that's what I meant by okay. a tickle, right? Okay. Yeah, but I know exactly what you're talking about. And yeah, if anything feels weird down in that hollow mm -hmm. spot, that's not where you should be feeling no. things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if anything at all feels weird down there, right. cut it out. Okay. <laughs> or at least and rest that, and try again. That would be my question, because yeah. I know that in training, the ache means you're working your vocal cords, and right. that's very normal. You're growing, you're expanding. Mm -hmm. When the ache turns into, starts feeling cold or on the opposite end, hot and burning or mm -hmm. stinging, mm -hmm. you're supposed to stop because yeah. that's where you're straining. And if you move past that and continue, you'll develop scar tissue or yeah. polyps. Yeah, you get yeah polyps mm -hmm. or on your vocal cords specifically. They start out as nodules and mm -hmm. then they become nodes, right. and that's yeah. what causes you to have to have surgery because right. it's essentially it's not precisely scar tissue, but it basically is, mm -hmm. where okay. it just builds up on your vocal cords, and then because now there's that 
misshapen part of your vocal right, cords right. It, they're just going to keep banging improperly and damaging the other ones around them and mm -hmm. it'll keep going I wonder if, if that's you keep why, pushing why you know? some screamers just scream they're like I fucked my singing voice so I'm just going to scream forever now maybe it could be Possible. yeah I'm and sure there's scream some until they don't have a voice left I just <laughs> I just would I really want once before I die I and maybe we should spearhead this but I want Alex Jones to sing a metal song with like a competent metal band and just <laughs> oh, no. do the lead because I'm like he's got that turkey shit going on anyway yeah, yeah. can you imagine yeah like if you put a little bit of effort into it if I don't know if you could keep him on task for that long we could, just get AI. we could just get AI to do it it will do it welcome to the future sure. baby oh my God. Today, today on, on can you don't but I want to see it next I want to be like this week on Infowars <laughs> <laughs> totally okay, with him in his Darth Vader mask <laughs> He's already guy. a cartoon character. It would just make my life. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Regardless of your feelings on the man, you got to admit, oh, that would be entertaining as fuck. And now. yes, he's a cartoon character. Yeah. As long as his yeah. face was colored the color cherry red. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So then, cherry cola. So well, I think, uh, can I give like my personal yeah. two cents on screaming and yeah. then we'll leave it alone and okay. get on with well, other things? Before that, I look at it like, No, no more before. Just no end oh, end. Bah, bah, no end end. <laughs> if you're going to jump, like what I did was stupid. For screaming i sat in my car i drove around for hours listened to metal music smoked a lot i thought maybe i need to smoke a lot to make my voice distorted raspy seems yeah. reasonable mm -hmm. yeah i don't know if it, it works or out. not because i have what i have now and i did that and i and i went until i couldn't sing anymore yeah all every time you all or nothing and i built Never. it up to where i could keep going longer and longer this i is, don't recommend this this at is all. perfect because this is zach setting an example of what not to do <laughs> and then i'll wrap it up with what but to I'm, do <laughs> but i'm gonna tell you but here's the other thing like i went when i was in high school i played football and i played basketball and i did track and i did the javelin and track mm -hmm. and i just threw the javelin for most of the years that i did track but the last year we had this olympic hopeful guy or he was a he was a coach for Olympics and he was training to be in the Olympics when he was a young man. But he taught the Olympic team for <laughs> some country because mm -hmm. those that can't do teach. <laughs> right? Well, oh, how ooh. dare you? How oh. offensive! <laughs> well, what he did was he's like, you can't throw more than than nine or ten times a day. You, that's all you get to practice. We don't just sit here and throw your arm out because he taught us how to do it. Specifically. He's like, fuck that! It's my arm. I'll throw it out if I want to. <laughs> right? But, but we would throw it fifty times when he wasn't around. <laughs> yep. Before the years before, because we were just like, how far can I throw it all day? Yeah. You know? Right. And then you'd get it further the last throw, and you're Plus like, well, it's I like just I'm keep throwing going. a spear. <laughs> this is fucking but he great. Taught, he taught us how to do what they they teach the Olympic people and turn it into a whip. Which, in my mind, for this analogy, would be like how you're you're thinking about your vocal cords and how they connect to your dick bone and how they go down to your toe and up your ankle. Yep. Like, oh those my are the God. things that you learn that's, at that's vocal school. Anatomy 101, baby. <laughs> this is what, but, that's exactly what I learned. But here's what I got. My your hip bone's connected to your eye bone, bro. <laughs> well, we worked on this, special, this technique that they, get, that they let the Olympians do mm -hmm. my senior year. Yeah. Or my, it was actually my junior year because I couldn't do it the next year because of what happened. Oh. But it was it was actually going into districts is what they call it, like the, the next step. And okay. I was our best thrower, right. even though I should have been because we had a track guy that ran like a four- 240 that threw the thing like just for fun like way further than all of us anyway i threw it and i finally got the technique right uh -huh. i finally got the thing the coach was teaching me how to do you perfectly and my arm ripped apart <laughs> to where i cannot throw a baseball oh, i can now i can happened. now but for fate was like hey 
fuck you. <laughs> Dude, and my coach was like, he's like, what happened? And I scratched too. It was by far the farthest throw. I threw it. Would have, it would have got me into the state thing, like third uh-huh. or fourth in the state if I wouldn't have. You're like, like, I think I'm going to retire while I'm on top coach. <laughs> I just stepped off. I was like, well, that, my, I, I was looking back like, is my arm? gone too because it hurt that it's bad it's just still attached and to the jacket <laughs> trailing yeah. blood and giblets and still You're my just standing there throw. like arterial spray just every heartbeat yeah. like oh. wow that was a far throw it's like I'm connected to it like string theory it's still part of me just somehow. a flesh wound but fucking I just I scratched which makes it so that throw doesn't count just nonchalant because it hurts so bad I was like fuck it before I even before it landed I Walk the f- and the guy was like, "Dude, what are you doing?" I was like, "I'm never going to play this game again. Oh. I know that for sure." So you really you tore. Oh, dude. And my coach, and, and God bless him, I love him. He's mm-hmm. a, he's a, actually moved on to much bigger positions, mm-hmm. but he fucking didn't believe me the next year when I didn't come out for track. I was because uh, I was I lettered three years he's before like, that. We're being a pussy, Flannery. Yes, Rub some dirt in it. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And I, like, and I felt that way too. I'm like, I should probably do the thing that I really like doing. <laughs> for track but I, can't. I don't want to be you're a like, pussy even though did, pussy seems great I mean, they're yeah, really resilient yeah you they're my favorite thing you're like you didn't see the bruise it was oh man did you bruise dude I couldn't throw a baseball I, could, I couldn't oh. throw a baseball till recently and there's no way I could throw it hard mm. even still but I can throw a punch so don't fuck t- and I got my left hand I'm not saying I'm a you know <laughs> but it was weird because it was a true injury but the fucking it was weird mm. because it was my last throw and to bring it back to the singing just fucking you know do best stay hydrated mm-hmm. don't do dumb things like what we've tried to explain but Shaden's I mean, gonna Shaden's gonna outline what you should do yeah okay but I developed mine by being a fucking idiot so yeah. just so you know that's also and I, and I also was taught the right way to throw a javelin and I fucking ruined that so <laughs> a, that was my point crap shoot city yeah. who needs technique <laughs> <laughs> just go for it fuck face that, isn't that heavy metal and punk rock all you have to do I is mean, believe I'm a believer <laughs> since 2009 I do believe in fairies I do <laughs> I try I do I try so right, here's my here's my pointers on screaming and uh, I spent an hour I am on farting a, and screaming I'm a certified way. vocal coach and mm-hmm. I have great credentials that you shouldn't look into and you should believe everything I say you can sing like a motherfucker <laughs> sarcasm mm-hmm. so if you want to scream and you've never dipped your toes in the water these are the tips that I would give you, and this isn't going to carry you to the finish line, but this is an excellent place to start if you want to do it in a constructive and healthy fashion, mm-hmm. right? Um, start by, uh, so find a note that's comfortable for you in your range, you know? Just just sing a note out. Uh, right? Mm-hmm. Right above your sing. Your and, and, yeah. and sing it out for a little bit, like hold it so you can feel how it feels to hold it steady, right? Mm -hmm. Sing a note. And then once you do that, I want you to think about Elmer Fudd, right? Or the the creaking door opening, right? Mm -hmm. But Elmer Fudd, uh, Mm -hmm. that little, once you feel that crackle, Mm -hmm. just do it to yourself. I mean, we can all be Elmer Fudd if we try. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just do it to yourself. Feel that little crackle so you can go, that's what you want. Yeah, And and then figure out just play with that for a while. If you can get the the repetitions of that tighter and then slow them down and then make them tighter and slow them down, you know, like just feel, just feel how it feels. Right. Mm-hmm. So once you have that, take your note that you were singing comfortably. 
Yeah. <laughs> Once you have that, just fucking whip your dick out and <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's all you need. Uh, there it goes again. <laughs> um. I like this. We need a designated wick dip, wick, wick dipper, wick, dick wick, whipper dick outer. outer. <laughs> dick whipper outer. We do have our shovel cock. Whip dicker so snicker bars. <laughs> so, so take your note that you had comfortably right, mm-hmm. and then bring the volume of it down, just so you can go ah, uh, and then find where it oh. starts to hit that point where you right. feel the Elmer Fudd tickle. Yeah. And then hold them both together, and from there, just slowly start applying more pressure. A little more volume, but like think of it as pressure, okay. right? Because the pressure is what will create the volume, right? Mm-hmm. And it needs to come from diaphragm control. So you mm-hmm. can take your note and go, uh, right? Mm-hmm. And, you can, and then you can feel, like if you want a high scream, Open your mouth. You kind of want you want to open your mouth. You want to mm-hmm. stick your tongue a little bit forward, mm-hmm. and you want to feel it not so high in your throat that it's like in your nose, but like it's it, you'll feel it higher up in your throat. Mm-hmm. And you can do wow that By kind the of shit. dingle dingle yeah. down thing, which they or call that seven the, dust kind of oh the dingle dingle <laughs> <laughs> the dingle it's yeah. an oofula. That's what that's what our boy used to call it when he was little. It's the dingle dingle down thing. Oofula. I know. It is an oofula. I've used dingle dangle down thing for naughty things in this this program. Just so you know. Oh really? It's our son that that brought that to my oh. attention. But oh, I've used it for. He yeah. was like four and he was talking about the uvula. <laughs> well, and he called weird. it a dingle dingle down thing. Well, I turned it That's dirty what it is. Gave it to adults. It's kind of just basically your throat dick, Maybe right? It's five. your, th- your, your flappy throat, throat, throat. It is your throat cock. Flappy throat sack. <laughs> My throat sack is fucking out for But you know that. <laughs> throat sack. You know, it's a single ball. You know yeah. when you listen to Seven Dust? <laughs> it's your throat testicle. It's that throat uniball. <laughs> <laughs> no, Zach, we're not moving on no, yet. We we're still talking about. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm awkwardly sex. like, I should probably be part of this, but it'll be weird. I feel weird now. I want to talk about so seven I have dust. A, I have a throat nut. Throat That's nut. Awesome. Oh, God. Let it always be a throat nut. Ooh. Hey, honey, how's your throat nut? I felt that. I felt that in my throat nut. God. It really kirks my hammock, bro. Oh, oh, no. Josh is over here pantomiming a lot of trying to fun whip things. His now, he's, now he's a sack whipper. Out he's, here he's a, a bit of an exhibitionist. He's a serial offender at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, so seven dust. No, I, you you know this technique too. We might as well teach it to him. The the Chester Bennington. The because oh, it's that mm-hmm. same as that. The drummer for Seven Dust does that. Yeah. Morgan, uh, what his name is. <clears throat> I was gonna say Morgan <laughs> Stanley. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of way up there, mm-hmm. uh, but that one's interesting because it's more singing than screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And yeah. like you hear it, and, and it's like it's like it. oh, like even so, Lincoln Park, same deal. If you're talking about Chester Bennington, he's when he's like, "Shut up, when I'm talking to you," yeah. right? Shut up. Like that's more singing than it is screaming. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's more singing than it is screaming. It's really just pushing a note hard mm-hmm. and applying just enough vocal fry that it sounds like a scream. Yeah, but it for me That's it's not something I can do off fuckload because it's it's something I like it's to hard. do in the studio. It's very it's the like it's like a, it a whole so clench, you know. I was going to say a, it's it's where you're pushing and cl- and you're clamping down yep. on your vocal cords. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that's all throat. And it's, it's yeah. so, easy it's, it's where the wrestler voice is but it's the high ass fuck mm. and it, yeah. it requires and it's, some it's shit easy now. to damage yourself doing those too because if you do it wrong cuz you're like it's you're playing with fire because you want to push the note 
like the note needs to bleed through mm -hmm. and then you just want to apply just enough of that vocal fry but if you lean too hard in the vocal fry when you're pushing that hard mm -hmm. you're gonna hurt yourself so it's like it's a super delicate balance of get like, drunk don't care about it yep smoke a lot of cigarettes scream in your car <laughs> until you're blue in the face and then if you're like I can't don't even talk. pull out anymore you're a god <laughs> <laughs> procreate reality is your oyster <laughs> the he universe said, bends to your will he said oyster <laughs> well I think we spent literally one hour we're down to oh, about one hour my of scream singing, and I think we had a little little bit of farts. Little yeah, we farts. talked about farts and philosophy. Farts That's right. what we should yeah. rename the podcast to, farts honestly. And philosophy. Farts and philosophy. <laughs> that goes with the Scatcast <laughs> Podcast <laughs> Network. The, the marketing practically right to the <laughs> It's perfect. We need this now. Write it down. Write it down. Well, we were going to talk about... We might have to save a subject or two for next week. I feel week. like the simulation topic would, is the one that we're supposed oh, to talk four about. Four-hour jar. Hour. Here we go. Yeah. We're putting the last two hours behind the paywall. <laughs> Congratulations. You finally got Patreon bonuses. <laughs> I guess so. We're talking forever for the rest of the night. Well, one thing that's real quick I wanted to talk about is the reasonableness party. Because next year's going to suck for every one of us. It's just going to be that way. Even if you're not paying attention, even if you're trying to avoid It's going to be kind of wild, yeah. It's It'll be thrown be, in front of you. I, I hope it's way less. Yeah, cheers to all of you if you're listening and you have a beverage nearby. Mm -hmm. Cheers clink, to you guys clink. for making it through clink, clink. the future. If you're pooping, toilet water is uh, acceptable. No one, no one will judge you. You're alone. <laughs> but governments uh, are going to be bad. Pre-poop. I'm just saying pre-poop. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> but governments are inherently bad, as you guys... That's what I think. You can call me a fucking idiot or an immature child, whatever. You're that's an fine. idiot. I'm a... Get up! We're But they're going to fucking do this little pageant that we always go through, and they're going to be like, oh, fucking look at this loser, and they're going to be like, look at this fucking con artist, and they're both right about each other. They're both terrible, horrible. <laughs> yeah. They shouldn't listen to people like them. Mm -hmm. But we get to, as reasonableness party people listen to them and uh, we're going to start a little group on Facebook just on Facebook it'll probably get shut down immediately fuck yeah but we're going to keep bringing it back up mm -hmm. until it's shut down we're again keep resurrecting there's it. a lot of us we'll, we can just keep yeah. we'll just keep doing we'll it just keep doing it yep. I don't know what how much I'm going to post in there because it doesn't matter what I think about stuff I don't I think government's ridiculous I'm an atheist toward government so what are you going to mm -hmm. do with me so <laughs> I'm just watching listen, just having fun mm. you know watching everybody piss our goddamn lives down the door anyway <laughs> but I want to hear what shut you guys up. think yeah. shut up what you're talking about <laughs> but what I want <laughs> what I want is a place for you guys are smart people you're respectful people. You don't want the the world to end. Mm -hmm. You don't want people to suffer. I do sometimes. I, mean, I want those things. We have we have hints of that because we've got it in our. We all have the little shit in our DNA. Collectively, it doesn't matter uh, which direction you're headed. We all want to see our children fed and our neighbors' children's fed. Yes. We all want a roof over our head. We all want to be. You know, we all want to be healthy. Yeah. And, and Economically viable. Right. No stress. It doesn't matter that, which direction you're going. We all want the same thing right but you keep voting for government so you're going to keep getting all the stresses <laughs> but anyway i'm a child I, I think that you can handle it without government and you're just giving these people power that they don't need but we're going to do that anyway so we're going to try and have a place for them for mm -hmm. us to talk about it and i know that there's people on the left and the right and there's libertarians that listen it seems to this. it seems refreshing though in theory right like just have like within our community because our community is so fucking kick-ass but is like, this what tears mm -hmm. it apart oh, just have well, a political arm you know that's maybe it's <laughs> politics are notorious for that but i yeah. feel like i really genuinely feel Not in my school. heart like it, it just wouldn't <clears throat> i don't think, I don't so, think it know? will i think um, all of our dear listeners they're they're grown-ups they can they can disagree and still love each other 
Yeah, you know, so. we can, and we, you'll be able to actually discuss things, learn different points of view, uh, new ways of thinking, maybe learn things that you hadn't thought before. You're not allowed <laughs> in the reasonable you know party I mean? if you don't understand the argument of the people you disagree with. I don't think that's it exactly feels, that's it feels like a good litmus test. Yeah. Like, let's make this group. To see how reasonable you really yeah. are. <laughs> how reasonable am I? That's what I got to find out, right? Am I reasonable enough to have a reasonable You're party? really just, damn ridiculous. It's really <laughs> just going to be Zach and I on there every day. This will be the thing that brings you no. back to Facebook. We're just like, no, fuck you. No. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> I don't know. It's the end of the empire. You know, it's, you know it's the end when you guys just start throwing ad hominems. Every, well, you're dumb. Yeah. You stink face. Yeah, you're butt nugget. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be true. But it is kind of, you know, World War Three out there, you know, kind of a strange vibe in the air. Yeah, the temperature's World War Three out there. Yeah, we have this. <laughs> it is. We've got, we've got a 98% chance of World War Three in the forecast for Tuesday, uh, moving looking, on into eternity. <laughs> I was looking forward to pumpkin spice. But, you know, here we are. We have a multi-trillion dollar nuclear soap opera. Yeah, that's going to be playing out in our lives. You know, p- speaking of pumpkin spice, I feel like the whole pumpkin theme belonged to the witches long before it belonged to the mm-hmm. basic white bitches. <laughs> so, oh my, you rhymed and that was beautiful. It, it was down, poetry, too. wasn't it? Uh, so I feel that there needs to be cheers, cheers yes, to you, cheers, yes, cheers, 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 cheers to the rhyme. <laughs> cheers, thinking, cheers oh, to my pumpkin. my inappropriate Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I'm drinking. I'm drinking pumpkin spice in my coffee while we're recording. Well, I'm just saying it feels Act. like an injustice that. Has not been righted, mm-hmm. so I feel like we need to gather all the witches, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we need to go to Pumpkin Town. Yes, we do, and reclaim what is ours. Absolutely. <laughs> cheers again, motherfucker! Cheers. I hope I want to start going to war. Fuck politics. War. The witches are coming for your pumpkin shit, mm-hmm. bitches. I will say, the reasonable party is probably going to be pro this. We're pro this irrational pumpkin. Yeah, retaking da- Starbucks. We're coming. See, yeah. every, every political party has <laughs> to have some weird thing where it's like, that doesn't pumpkins. make sense with small government. Why do you believe that? Because of fucking we're people. That's why. <laughs> anyway. I really, that whole that whole uh, tangent was mostly because I wanted to say that I want to, uh, we're coming for your pumpkins t shirt. Coming for your pumpkins. Coming for your pumpkins. For your pumpkins. <laughs> and the question is how you spell it. How do you spell all that? C U M M I N. Of course. <laughs> why are we all, where are we always going to be, you know, 14 or so? Probably. Yep. Yep. What age would you say for a lady is the, the most immature age? Because 14, 12, 14 for boys. Two. Yeah. Two. I was going to say, they mature faster than they we do. They do. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> and I'm not sure I should ask her. I she, don't know. I don't know. She came out of the womb like doing taxes and I shit. Know. She's I like, know. what are you doing? You're doing that wrong, Mom. Give me that. Give me that. You're I was serious. That it's too, too serious of an existence until I met you and you brought out the humor in me. Oh. So I don't know. I, I was her. four I and I was <laughs> telling what my mom. What have you done? Correcting her, you know, it's like, Mom, your call, your collar looks funny. You were you on have a, something on your. You face. were on like a, such a path, and then I came along, and you're like, "Well, fuck, fuck it, just, <laughs> yeah, fuck that. We'll live under a bridge." Weird. That's what out. happened when I met Zach too. I, know, fuck <laughs> it. I was on a path, and, uh, I, I was on a path, and I was like, mm, "Fuck it, fuck it." <laughs> Whoopsies. Selling houses, property management, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all probably had better things to do than. Well, we were riding here today, and I'm very honored to have you. Uh, yes. Sorry about that. Here's the shuttlecock. You can yeah. hold this. <laughs> By Spoon the way, I made that. join my political party group Spoon. on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to make it soon. Yes. It's been a bandwidth thing. We've been saying it for a long time. We say a lot mm-hmm. of things for a long time. We're getting to all of them. We have yes. a lot of great ideas. We are. We you do. could say that. We're an idea factory. I don't think I have great ideas, but I've got this one idea. So we can sit in this room mm-hmm. online, mm-hmm. on Facebook, in Zuckerberg's land. Mm-hmm. 
This is not going to last very long. No, we should we're going to get zucked you, in. You were caught hunting <laughs> in the king's wood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do I do? We're going to get zucked in T minus five five days. Maybe we should do one. He's on like, bring too. the sweet baby race. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to we're going to throw them into sweet baby race. See if they float in the sweet baby race. If they sink in the sweet baby race, then they're witches. If they float in the sweet baby race, then they had the devil on their side, so they're witches. Burn the witches. That was the weirdest time period. That yeah. Sweet Baby Ray's moment. Sweet Baby Ray's. That was pretty good. So On weird. the big green egg. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you, you should look it up. You should look up Zuckerberg. Creepy. And, and yeah, just liter- just search Zuckerberg Sweet Baby Ray's. Like, compilation. You will, you will be in on the joke. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty interesting. I'll never think of Sweet Baby Ray's or him the same ever, no. ever, ever no. again. Weird it's fucking It's strange times. how the brain works. I feel like we need to get Sweet Baby Ray's to sponsor the... Uh, the reasonable reasonable is party. party. Oh, yeah. Because it'll be the best inside joke that only we know. Yeah. That's true. Uh, <laughs> we, done. It can be that our se- be part of our secret handshake when mm-hmm. we're going in. When we're going into our uh, Itanamuli hideout mm-hmm. place for the reasonable <laughs> party. Itanamuli. Yeah, we'll just we'll just roll in and uh, there'll be a guy at the door and you'll have to shake his hand a certain way and be like, "Sweet, Sweet baby, baby race." race. Yeah. Look, oh. him, look him deep in the eye, "Sweet baby race." And only people listening to Jar Sixty Two know the fucking <laughs> secret password. Yeah. Yes. Sweet baby race. Sweet baby race. But you got to look him in the eye. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, I feel like that's sweet baby race. I think. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, so we're fucked for next year. It's going to be a lot of weird, weird times, but It'll we'll have a this, this place to talk. We'll, we'll laugh yeah. our way through it and cry yeah. once in a while. It's a place for memes. It's a place for political memes because mm-hmm. people. I, I see all the places where people post memes and stuff. I'm still allowed on a few of them, and uh, they Amazing. and people get really pissed. They're like, I don't believe what you believe, and I think you're a piece of shit for what you believe. And it's like, well, let's find a place for that. Yeah, and and we'll talk if you care if what you think is true. Which is what the core tenet of Reasonable's party is. It's mm-hmm. like care of what you think is true, mm-hmm. and then try and find out what the fucking is what's true if you can, mm-hmm. and then ultimately get as far away from wrong. That's it. Yeah. Well, so, if there is a truth out there, it's going to be the meme, and it's going to be shared in this fucking say, group. If there is a truth, that would be fantastic. Otherwise, try and get as far away from wrong. Yes, that's you it. know that's pretty much it. That's Further it. from wrong, baby. Yeah. I think that's the Isn't motto of the Reasonable's party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought there was a song. We want humans to flourish as far away from wrong as possible yes but floor, we want humans to flourish it may, the AI is going to be like well you guys should just not exist that's what's the best fuck robots but, but yeah. yeah we're not right most of them though. I, don't, I don't know about that I don't know about that Bodhi guy I think uh, maybe he's maybe we don't want him to flourish too much <laughs> <laughs> he's too much power in one power. set of hands oh, <laughs> quartermaster we're drinking his beer the Bodhisattva yeah he mm-hmm. sent me a, he tagged me in a uh, video about helium Mm-hmm. earlier today and I sat and watched it and had a great time <laughs> it was highly nerdy a lot of a lot of he, the guy in the video dove into a lot of shit but it was just talking about like helium cooled to a certain point becomes a liquid mm-hmm. and and so that's liquid helium and then there's uh, helium 2 which is like cooler than that and it becomes like a super liquid Ooh. which is fascinating is viscous? to me it's somebody's it's, injecting that them that so, into them so so they can have superpowers so right now. light goes you know like the refraction index yeah, for like yeah, light yeah. going into water i don't know what water is but compared to light passing through air versus light passing through helium 2 mm-hmm. it's like 1.037 or something like it's almost it light passes through it almost the same as it passes through air okay which is wild to me because mm-hmm. it's like it's a liquid is that super cold it's, it's a like that's super cold that's wow. like under under 40 kelvin and and further i oh, think wow. is what you need to get there um 
or maybe it's under 20. That's interesting. Because it so goes, it no... count, Kelvin counts down to zero, right? Because that's absolute zero. Mm, I think so. Yeah. yeah so I think, right I think, I think, I think sub 40 <laughs> is where you get helium liquid. Okay. And then like sub 22 is where you get helium too, okay. which is a super liquid. And like, so let me, this is the thing you should know about super liquid. If you know nothing else, if you put it in a beaker mm -hmm. that had a ceramic bottom, okay. you know, ceramic is a little bit porous, right? Water wouldn't go through it mm -hmm. ever. But if you put helium two into there, it, it would, would it would through. leak through the ceramic. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that's tiny. Like tiny it's particles. like frictionless. It conducts temperature like within okay. milliseconds. Oh, wow. Oh, pretty wild. That's when pretty when you make things really cold, they do cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> Go look up superconductors sometime. That's yeah. a whole other rabbit hole. That but makes me feel anyway, like Anyway, Bodie, thanks for the video, yeah. bro. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Bodie, do you think we're in a simulation, bud? Let me know. Just we've curious. kind of we've we he and I've touched on this subject, but we've never had a chance to delve in. What do you guys think? Yeah. yeah. Well, so everybody send a message to Bodie. Yeah. I'm asking you too right now. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. We got we've got time left in the show. Let's <laughs> close out. What do you think about our but really, you though, everybody real? send a message to Bodhi. <laughs> yeah. We're DDoSing Bodhi. I'm yes. not letting this go. <laughs> no, no, no. You and your damn no. <laughs> yeah, I think 100% simulation is possible. Possible, right? You're not ready to. I'm not. I'm not like the simulation. I'm make like, fun I'm of not, you if you I'm say not 100%. Like 100%. It is a simulation. I'll start making fun of you. Oh, oh, oh. dude, that's my triggering. I'm I spent of better part of a good handful of years of my life completely convinced that it was a simulation and that everybody but me was an NPC. What made you get there? I trusted what, what, nobody. <laughs> what, what was it? Something like the matrix or Descartes when, you know, well, so I, I think therefore I definitely I saw the matrix and I'm sure it didn't help. Right. <laughs> right, right. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I, like I had my misgivings about like when I was a kid, I had a really hard time from the get go separating what is reality from what is fabrication? Mm -hmm. I just had a hard time with that. I was just like, if I imagine this to be real, it must be real, and I don't know where the line is. It took me a long time to figure out piece by piece, like, okay, this is real, this is probably not. Mm -hmm. And so, like, anytime somebody comes along and tries to tell me that something is one way when I know that it isn't, mm -hmm. I like it. It's just no quicker way to set me off because I'm like, don't do that to me. Mm -hmm. My brain was already broken and I worked hard to fix it. Don't fuck mm -hmm. with me. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Right. So, I think that lent that made me more predisposed to the simulation theory mm -hmm. from the get go. And then the matrix happened and I was like, well, <laughs> other people know it too. It must be true. Mm -hmm. right. They're right. fucking around in Hollywood with or that. Or I was like, this is my simulation and that was its way of tipping me off. Like it tipped its hand and now I'm like, ah, I see you now, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. whatever. But, but yeah, I, I was completely convinced that everybody else in existence, everybody, no matter how close they were to me, was just a NPC just a yeah a projected fabrication of something that was tailor-made to get some sort of response out of me hmm. or feed me something that i needed mm -hmm. you know hmm. <laughs> or challenge me in some way so i was just like ah this is just a virtual prison i did something wrong to get here <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> That's, when you start to look at it like a simulation then you have to be like well what the fuck am i doing in here right <laughs> why am i here what am i uh oh <laughs> so what do you think there zebulon oh, simulation yeah or nay I don't know. I, tr I think that. <laughs> what do you lean towards? There, well, definitely lean towards yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely lean towards yes. But it's dangerous because you want to treat people with the, as much love and respect and empathy and and sympathy as you can. And if you think they're all NPCs, it's close. But it does. But you know, it's not that way. There's two types of people in the world. There's people that fuck with the NPCs, and there's people that treat them like family. 
True. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But you, you punch an NPC in Grand Theft Auto no matter who you are. You're oh, fucking you kicking a goddamn I, I, ins- I installed a mod into Skyrim that let me kick children. <laughs> no shit. They won't let you do shit. To- oh, nope. that's funny. That's funny. It had the weirder consequence of dragons also being able to eat children. And that happened in front of me one time. I was like, oh, God. Cool. Oh, no. We questioned if we could, but not if we <laughs> should. <laughs> The kid's like, ah! <laughs> and you're like, satisfaction. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, I'm still, I still don't regret my decision, but I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Are you, are you part of a simulation web? I have been thinking on this for a very, very long time. I'm not sure, honestly, where I stand with that. So coming from the background that I came from, this really weird amalgam of... Um, education and belief and and all of this stuff. Uh, Having been raised in the Catholic Church, essentially, I have, I I was always the outlier because if it didn't make sense to me, uh, then it probably wasn't true. Mm -hmm. So that was the challenge that I had with, with religion. And with my worldview, though, even as a child, I experienced things in my life that I learned as an example I learned when I was in daycare I wasn't even in preschool yet I think I was two and we were drawing pictures of our family and I learned that my worldview when I was maybe I was three I learned that my worldview is not what everybody else's worldview is at three years old when I when I quote-unquote got in trouble that was my perception was that I had displeased my teacher because I was drawing pictures of my family, and I did. I drew my mom, I drew my dad, I drew me, and I drew our dog. But around also Satan. Around, <laughs> around my family, I put their colors. Mm. So I was three, and you know, my mom had a lot of yellow, uh, my dad had a lot of blue, and, and you know, and it's because that's how I saw them, because I saw colors around everything. Uh, and they're like, as, no, you don't. And my teacher, <laughs> they were like, oh, sweet Mother Mary, get thee to a nunnery. <laughs> well, no, and the thing is, my, I've got some Latin to my, say to you. My daycare teacher brought it, and I, the reason I thought I was in trouble is because there was a meeting with my mom, and they had my picture. Uh, then I had to go to uh, Dr. Mallon, my pediatrician. I was having migraines, so they were, I think as an adult thinking back, they maybe thought there was something wrong with my brain. Yeah, right. They're like, she's something. schizophrenic. Isn't that sucks that they have that ability to just go after some kid for being creative and, and just be like, I think they're fucked up, and that's people's lives. Well, it's, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know if I was being creative. I, I was just drawing what I saw. That's all. Right. And I remember telling my pediatrician, uh, Barely, but I remember sharing with him, and basically he looked at my mom and he said, she's not being challenged. She's bored, is <laughs> what he said. You need to put her in a different school. Yeah. So they took Probably me not out. the ones that want to put her in a huggy jacket, well, they for took, sure. And they, and they did. They took me out and pictures. put me in a different school. The reason yeah. I told that story is because I can't, I don't know if we're in a simulation. My worldview is very weird. It's odd, and it's out there, and it's not for everybody. Um, I but studying physics uh, and the way that I have and quantum mm-hmm. physics the way that I have yeah. trying to wrap my mind around concepts that are, are way bigger than anything I could ever even imagine understanding I, I lean towards simulation 
I also lean towards multiverse. Mm-hmm. And I think they happen simultaneously I and they work together. So sure. why would there only be one simulation? Right. Well, that's just that's it. A and I movie. think I think they are. We all get a prison. You get a prison. <laughs> you get a prison. Josh, you can have a prison too. And but if you could have one Farmville, or you could have eighty Farmville. Why not? Why not have eighty and have them all help each other and mm-hmm. stack them mm-hmm. on top of each other? Why the so, fuck? And they'll never and know. And then squish them. Well, so <laughs> them and the reason why so I brought religion into it is because you had brought up. Uh, NPCs and that sort of thing and, yeah. I, and I remember I think I was like in the fourth grade when I realized through one of my studies that uh, I was learning about purgatory and hell and heaven and all of that whatever was going on but I realized in my mind I wrapped my mind around the concept that we are in hell technically on this planet because we experience all of the human things that are perceived as bad so this is where the sin is. This is where uh, temptation is. And, and we mainly so, just want to fuck a lot and have a lot of so weird vibes. As a, Big as, fan. Big as fan. a little <laughs> child, I, and I basically made that comparison. And I kind of wrapped my mind around the concept that uh, there is no hell. Uh, we are here right now. This is hell. This is where you experience pain and challenge and all of that. Um, and then I didn't, also didn't believe in heaven. So I don't think the reason I'm bringing all of this up is because it all wraps into this simulation theory. I don't believe in heaven or hell. I don't think they exist. I think there are different planes of existence. And I think that wraps into the multiverse and the simulation. Yeah. Mm. It's funny. There's a lot of parallels there, Mm. which I know that, you know, because we've talked a lot about all this Mm -hmm. shit, but I, uh, it's, it's interesting to me that you were like, okay, this is hell. And mm-hmm. me, I was like, okay, this is my prison. Oh, yes. And I was like, hmm. Right. Because that's like, that was <clears throat> some of my earliest beliefs that came from who the fuck knows where. Mm-hmm. Probably childhood trauma or maybe something else. <laughs> but, Are you uh, going to start trauma dumping? <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. It's okay. It's a safe place. It's just a few. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a few hundred such people. Um no, I my some of my earliest beliefs were that I was here and that I was probably here by myself mm-hmm. and that I was here because I fucked up. Really? And, and that this was my punishment. And I was and I used to fucking bug the shit out of me when I was a kid because mm-hmm. I didn't know how where to put all that. Mm. I was like I don't it's know what big, to do. Big like I had I had I had like episodes where I would just be like crying unconsolably mm-hmm. and trying to hide it from my dad but he like right can't really hide that i'm having a fucking meltdown right right and he'd he would come up and be like what what's wrong with you and i'd be like i don't know and he'd be like mm. can you try to tell me like what's mm-hmm. going on and i would just be like i'm not supposed to be here and i would just keep saying that shit over oh, and over wow. and he's like in his mind he's like my young son wants to kill himself mm-hmm. you know? oh yeah so mm-hmm. poor guy you know but like it wasn't where i was coming from i was mm-hmm. just like i'm here and I wasn't supposed to be, and it's something that I fucked up, and it's stressing me out, and I don't know what to do, you know? That's and- <laughs> interesting that you say that, because as a very young child, uh, I knew I was always in a hurry to get f- to move forward. I was always in this uh, major hurry to get from point A to point B in my education, learning, my understanding. And that's a concept that I even knew at, you know, 18 months old. My mom has stories about that. But I knew that I had to do these things to get where I was going. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to hurry up and learn them. And I would get really frustrated because I knew I had to tackle this before I could move on to this. Yeah. And 
as... Nobody respected you enough at that point. No, like, no. Like, you don't even know how to tie your shoes. And you're like, yes, I do. God, just show like, me and I, I'll be there. I really <laughs> need, to, I need to rush through this and yeah. just fucking get it done. So as a, as a young child, you say that you weren't supposed to be here. As a young child, I knew that this was a necessary passage. So I had to hurry up and get through it so mm. I can move on to what I'm supposed to be doing. Hmm. And I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. But so, that was the mindset that I had. Yeah. And I kind of still do. Yeah. I still feel like it's TikTok, motherfucker. We got shit to do because yeah. I'm not going to be you here. Do that funny. Like I felt, that. You do operate like <laughs> that. I've felt from day one that I'm running out of time. Yeah. I don't know what for. Mm -hmm. And I mean, people are like, well, yeah, we're all running out of time. I'm like, no, it's not that. Very conscious. Yeah. Of it's the, just, of, it's just yeah. like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. I'm running out yeah. of time. You know? Hurry. Which, which is probably lends itself to mm -hmm. why I tend to just throw myself in 16 directions at once all the time. Because I'm too? just like, yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I, yeah. know. I know we've all bonded over this. But <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I had the same sort of sense where I was like, I'm not supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. I fucked up. I got to go mm -hmm. through it to get back to me. Like I was like I was like whatever that looks like at the end of this mm -hmm. I get to be me again mm -hmm. instead of just this piece of me that's stuck here suffering you know? right. which is so thought. dramatic right right, right. so well, see, fucking it's dramatic it's very up. emo mine was mine was absolutely this is a, a necessary passage so whatever yeah. that looks like mm -hmm. and so I was always uh, to this day I don't I know I don't have a lot of time so doesn't mean I'm going to die tomorrow, but that in conceptually... It could be arranged. I've got <laughs> pencil you in in the afternoon. I am, I am acutely aware when I wake up in the morning, every morning, I'm very thankful that I'm still here. Because when I go to sleep, I am acutely aware, because I can't avoid it, that it might be my last sleep. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I'll be here tomorrow. So I do wake up every morning going, oh, I'm still here. I can finish that project that mm. I started yesterday. And that's how I start my day, and I think that's what makes me thankful. But at the same time, you get on Twitter. I'm acutely aware. Like, pretty healthy. <laughs> I'm acutely healthy aware mindset. that this that is. is just a passage that I have no control over. And that's just a And that's where I think the simulation theory breaks for me, because if this is a simulation, I should have control, right? Maybe not. If it's a simulation, I'm player one. Yeah, but no. And I well, should be able to control, right? There's only so much you can do, right? With an avatar. So, yeah, but, what if it's both? Uh, what if you're player one, but you're also the character that has to just take the shit, right? Like, feels right, like it. What right. a weird simulation. That's beyond what we can do. So right. it's hard to imagine. Well, and I think as that's why quantum entanglement. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I think that's why I, I like I like floating in that area of this being a simulation. Mm -hmm also attached to a multiverse that are also simulations yep. i'm player one and i i like to think that yeah um but i'm also the playable character right mm -hmm. so why can't i control certain things in my life and that's why i think i'm on the path that i'm on mm. because i am striving to some people would call it you know a god complex some people would call it uh, arrogant or um, overly controlling and that sort of thing and I've heard it called that but I still think that I can manipulate my surroundings I still think that I can not fully manipulate but like a sandbox think, you can play and right make you things can play. happen and it has rules and you can create we don't necessarily share all the, the true rules right in public so much right 
right? Doesn't right. it seem like that? That's There's like all sorts like. of shit where they're like, hey, if you eat this food, it'll make you feel good. Yeah, and they're but like, you know what? but by the way, it actually kills them. <laughs> You're like, See, what the fuck, universe? It would be great, <laughs> great if we, if, it would be great if we could have gotten the booklet, you know, and the, the cheat codes downloaded from the internet for us. Yeah. yeah, but then we would, if we knew this was a simulation be from the beginning, bored. we would probably not give a fuck. It's kind of like getting all the cheat codes and getting all the stuff at yeah. the beginning of a game because then you can't really play the game because you finish it in four days. I'd so. rather play Grand Theft Auto Five. With all the if, I'm playing, if I'm playing one player, I want to be able to jump over buildings and blow yeah, shit up a, with like a punch. You can punch a, people and they blow punch. up. It's awesome. But if it's a crafting game, you know, if you get too far ahead, then you're bored as fuck. Yeah, totally. So it depends on yeah. the game. This game's way more intricate. <clears throat> so can I drop a little thought fodder on you guys related yeah, please, to this? Please. So I think uh, I think a lot of people tend to get hung up on the simulation thing because of what we think of as a simulation, right? They're like, oh, you're just saying this is a computer program? Well, you think this is Zelda? Yeah, you know, and it's yeah. like, well, maybe, but, like, think about that, but extrapolate it outwards, right? Like, a simulation could very well be this organic fucking experience that we're having, you know, with the right, with the right, I don't know what you want to call it, technology, the right capability, mm -hmm. like the Burger King smell smellometer, so you can smell everything. Yeah, it's important yeah. to taste. If smell you can smell, you can taste. Sponsored by Burger King. <laughs> so, I mean, you get what I'm saying, though, right? Where it's like, it, it's if you think about a simulation just as a fabrication with an intended purpose that's designed to be convincing. Mm -hmm. If we're going to accept that as a loose definition of a simulation, then it's like. Well, that doesn't have to be limited to screens in front of your face. Like that's just where we're at inside of our simulation. You right. know, like, yeah, that's what our simulations look like inside the simulation. Yeah, yeah. Life is only a test. Yeah. So it's just you know, this I, is all right up your alley, isn't it, Josh? Sorry, buddy. I I find it I find it plausible. You know, where it's just like like some version of that. But I agree with what Amara said, where uh, she was like, "What if it's that system?" contained inside of a larger system of systems mm -hmm. and then there's something else beyond that you know and like that gets into weird nebulous territory where like we're trying to imagine how far away the horsehead nebula is from us you know it's like it's hard to wrap your head around that because your basis for comparison is so like yeah you know in, in in the comparison. micro but yeah. like i've always found that extremely feasible where it's just like you know okay well if i'm me here what if i'm just a piece of me here mm -hmm. and then when i'm done here i rejoin a larger portion of me and then maybe there's even a larger portion still and then maybe they're all hooked together in one big thing mm. on the, beyond that you know it's just like i feel that for as small as some of the things that we know about make us feel i just can't help feeling like us here having this experience is one it's so infinitesimal right infinitesimal in infinitesimal yeah good word <laughs> fancy word pants word of the today's word, word is in Joint. Smoking <laughs> <laughs> that weed. I'm not even. I'm not even high. But we definitely talked about the high thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, simulation is interesting. I want to hear everybody's thoughts on it too. Yeah. I really do too. I do too. Uh, let us know if you're part of the simulation and you know it. Yeah, and uh, I will just see that as the simulation trying to fuck with me more. Thank you. <laughs> but one of the things that, that trips me out about the simulation theory. And there's other theories, too, that are fun to think about. Mm -hmm. Not just simulation theory. I mean, even just the religious point of view is kind of fascinating. Where they're like, simulation theory. It's like, dude, you believe in all sorts of stuff that's really hard. It's just as hard. Maybe mm -hmm. less hard. I don't know. But <laughs> the one zeros, one zeros, one zeros at the end of when people are looking through a microscope and they're trying to communicate what they find as we get deeper and deeper and deeper into mm -hmm. 
you know, an atom into the quarks, yeah. into these tiny little things beyond quarks. And then you've got to start zero, thinking about zero, zero. as above, so below, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like the more we dial in on the small shit, the more mm-hmm. insight it tends to give us into the large Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. You know? so. Absolutely. Gonads. Gluons. Oh yeah, gluons. Oh, yeah. those are the little mm-hmm. fuckers now. Mm-hmm. But inside yeah. gluons, they're like, how do we, how do we tell people what we found here? And they're like, one zero one yeah. zero zero one zero. <laughs> Fuck. Mm-hmm. That's you know. Well, so you that's know, really code, and that that's it. I think mm-hmm. there's, I think there's a whole aspect to, of course, with science, the scientific theory, um, analysis, all of that. You have to follow a specific pathway that is uh it it reflects the scientific method right Mm -hmm. so you can repeat it and uh take notes and and learn from this and it's it's repeatable and all that shit yeah the challenge is there's a whole aspect to our existence here that we cannot quantify through science we can't we're not we don't have we're the ability in, to do double blind tests. We're incapable or, of doing that. Yeah, we can't. Um, there's whole aspects to that. And I know this, it's probably. Um, with love. You trite. Can't, you can't I was going to say. with love. Trite. It, it's not trite, though. It's, I'm saying yeah. that love by itself is one of those things that we all know exists mm-hmm. because we either were born and we have parents, we have fallen in love, or we have children, or we've had relationships with animals. We know what that we know what it feels like. Oh, they have a favorite baseball. Card? Do you know what I mean? No. So, <laughs> all right. It's there's a whole aspect to our existence that, that we cannot put through that method, but we know it exists. So, and it, we, that we can delve into psychology and that sort of thing, as well. Um, but I think limiting, and I understand why we need to put th- things through the scientific method. I get it. Yeah, very because important. How else we know shit? Deeply important, so we, we have that understanding. But it was just, oh gosh, I don't even know, what, 300 years, 400 years ago, where uh, there was some dude that was burned at the stake because he thought that stars were mini suns. Right. You know, because of heresy. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that was just the extent of our understanding at that time. Well, it's because human beings are cunts. <laughs> like, to a person. <laughs> like, I know all, how to fix have sick people. We'll cover them in leeches. <laughs> yes. Well, and it That'll was, the feeling down there. Feeling down. It was <laughs> just 150 <laughs> years ago that they were doing, uh, you know, leech yeah. therapy, yeah, bloodletting. Blood and they were actually in in medical science they doctors and and those scientists were being made fun of because somebody brought up the idea that maybe there's a tiny little thing that we don't see that's making people sick before they discovered germs germ theory yeah, yeah. so it, <laughs> there's a whole aspect to our existence that we know exists we've all been there but can't be proven through science yet and i think we'll get there yeah i think so too but to discredit some of these interesting theories where math is showing that it's a possibility mm-hmm. I think making fun of it is limiting us oh but yeah, I think well, it's supposed to make fun of it We're, the simulation wants to make fun of the well, idea well the simulation, simulation wants yeah. to stay hidden yeah I think so because the moment you realize that you're in a simulation podcast, the game is fucking you're over. wrecking my immersion <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> I'm trying to fucking warp over here what is it <laughs> Is, that, <laughs> is this a lag spike, Mom? <laughs> Get off the Wi-Fi! 
<laughs> I'm playing with my friends. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, well, I think so. I do enjoy let's, this simulation. Let's talk with you guys. about you talked about germ theory, and I've always found mm -hmm. that to be an interesting thing because anytime you find something, I think it's good intellectual practice to uh, confront yourself with the inverse of it. Okay. Right. So it's mm -hmm. like so talking about germ theory. It's just like, hmm. I wonder if something so small that we can't perceive it normally is what's causing us to have these experiences. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, it is. Mm -hmm. So if there's something small that we couldn't perceive that's affecting us in some way, so too must there be something large that we can't perceive that's affecting us in right. some way. We're in the testicle of a giant space toad. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really where I'm going with this. Right, right. <laughs> We're on a turtle is what we are. We're, We're floating through space on the back of a turtle. But he's the sky, got a god. The sky is blue because we live inside of the eye of a blue-eyed giant named Macumber. I like that better. <laughs> That's better than my toad theory. Toad theory is simple to sell. It's like, what's it called? Toad theory? Toad theory. Well, I, I was... Uh, I don't even remember. I was a kid. I was I was young. I couldn't have hit. I hadn't hit puberty yet. So, but I don't know what age I was. But I do remember uh, entertaining the idea that I was just learning really in depth about biology and cells and you know the way the 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 way bodies are made, plants are made, that sort of thing. Sorry. And yeah. so basically, I saw a Magic School Bus. I know what you're about. <laughs> so I, Magic School Bus wasn't going, or I wasn't watching it when I was a kid. But uh, no, I had this idea Sorry. that the further you go into our body, the more you break down our tissues, you get to... I was learning about molecules and yeah. protons and neutrons and, and all of that. Don't and forget it, electrons. And so it just... <laughs> it just basically brought Sorry. to mind um, our galaxy. So yeah. I was thinking, God, that looks like a planet with a moon to me. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. Do you know what the Matrix or do you know what this simulation does? What? They send Neil deGrasse Tyson and be like, shut the fuck up, that's <laughs> stupid. You're stupid for thinking that. How does it even look technically? So, it's an ovoid <laughs> sphere. Actually, and what you're doing actually. is complaining the two because you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> that's what as, happened. As a child, I was actually... Simulation's brutal. Sorry. I was actually blowing my own mind in my room thinking about this stuff, thinking, God, I'm, I'm a walking universe. Hmm. Because all the cells in my body, what if there's an Earth? And there's little people on it in my body, in my little finger. I've got little people. So this is where my brain it's was going. Osmosis Jones. Kid, <laughs> yes. you know? yeah. yes. and I remember. You ever tried to comb your hair with a fart? <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that movie when the kids were little. Yeah. And I totally resonated. With yeah. That movie <laughs> yeah. Because it was so. It was just right up my alley as far as my worldview when I was a kid. I don't want to take yes. away from the story, but I have. I wrote a story about that, and then you told me about Osmosis Jones, and I was so disappointed. I was like, No fucking way. Yeah. I've never heard of it, and had Bill Murray, and it's like, Well, I'm the dummy obviously <laughs> they, they spent all this money on it I, I wrote movie. i wrote a script Chris and it happened to me Chris rock was osmosis yeah. jones wasn't he yeah, yeah. yeah. it was awesome sure. yeah. it was Love fucking that movie. It was way better than my thing it was gross but mine was dirtier mine was i don't raunchier. i don't know how you could be any dirtier than bill murray in that movie that was yeah. fucking well as far as <laughs> yeah, yeah. i don't mean dirty dirty i mean good lord <laughs> have you heard skatcast it'd be like that there'd be a lot more of those kind of jokes but that was that was done so well it was brilliant mm -hmm. so but it was one of those things where you're like fuck man right. i took that was like weeks and weeks of writing that shit mm -hmm. what the fuck <laughs> but it's that's what you learn yep. you learn that there's there's a t uh, creativity is a it's not yours 
you tap into stuff and it's everybody's it's, there's, it's a, a wi-fi yeah as far as be I'm awake concerned. at 4 a.m yeah. and you'll you'll find out what the there's a lot of ideas be awake that at are 4 a.m and your router's turned on and, and you're region. grabbing all those packets <laughs> yeah it's interesting <laughs> if you're having a thought there are at least a thousand other people across the planet having that same thought exactly. at that same time exactly. i want to i want business ideas all that stuff mm-hmm. i want to linger on packets for a second okay <laughs> uh, like, sorry time, i next, had to bring up next packets. time next time somebody's like like, hey, Shade, you doing okay? I'm gonna be like, too many packets. Too many packets. <laughs> <laughs> exceeded my packet quota too for many the day. You take your packets. You take your packets and you go back the fuck where you came from. Too many packets. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Ding 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 ding. Sorry. See, we're doing all your favorite toys. Too many packets. With data inside. Too many packets. Okay. Well, this is, this is showing exactly how the simulation can go awry. Yeah. The simulation just found out we Did were I talking about it, and it's like, Primus, now! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send them packets! I, all I hear is the bass line in my head right now, so... This was fun. Yeah. This was fun. This is the end of the ride, however. I think, I think, yes, we, we reached a wet. We've came. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everything oh, looks go. good. One of those kids came. Yeah, we've got the shovelcock with Josh. Oh, She's oh, ready to go. oh, goodness. There's a We're video going arriving. around. <laughs> There's a video going around that I saw. Where it's some girl, she's like, I'm gonna ruin this somebody's day. And she's got one of the squirt guns at, at Silverwood or whatever mm-hmm. theme park you can think of. And it's one of the water rides, but it's a squirt Is gun. You can put piss? money. No, not oh. piss. It's a squirt gun that's that comes oh, with the park. That the comes park with... provides this high pressure yes. gun. It's like a mounted turret. Yes, we got it. <laughs> but I think the idea. Well, they did this. The research on it and the mm-hmm. studies. They're like somebody's just going to kind of spray and try and get everybody. Ha <laughs> So everybody's going to no, get no, a few no. drops. They have to hammer that one bitch that's, that's right. wearing the weird fucking hat. <laughs> she she went right after one guy. Yeah. And it was awesome. She's like, I'm going to ruin one guy's day. Yeah. And then she targeted like, it. This on is going him. straight in the eye socket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that guy. And he looked at her at the end of the video and it was just so awesome but terrible where you're like I know that I felt that I you're felt like, that we're like what the fuck why why, <laughs> why? why? what is it about me and she's like that's the point sorry you were the one it's <laughs> just how you're it like, goes have I wronged you madam mm-hmm. <laughs> but then he has to go back in his life and be like did I do that to some yeah. other creature yeah. on this fucking mm-hmm. earth at some point I have it's okay <laughs> it comes my, around it goes around it reminds me of a joke my dad used to make when I was young he's like have I spanked you lately I'm like no and he's like well, I better give you one. If I don't know what it's for, you will. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair as yeah. fuck. As a kid, you can rationalize that. And like, easy. even when I was a kid, I was like, <clears throat> huh? <laughs> I don't like, like it. But there don't had to have been something that yeah. happened. In the he past wasn't actually months. beating me. It was a joke. But I still, even as a child, I was like. You might be right. <laughs> this simulation's a mean on my butt. Mm-hmm. It always has to spank butt. All right, fuck. That was fun. Yeah. Thanks for sitting here, Josh. We're sort Thanks, of fucking, Joshy. He's been pantomiming things. Yeah. He's fucking playing with the shovelcock. Meditating like with the times. yeah. He's meditating with the shovelcock, and he's yeah. actually floating off of the chair. Yeah. 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 Until he he's beat the shovelcock off. He's reached jar he's enlightenment. The spiritual squatch. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, they called me the Zach squatch in certain circles. I don't spirit know. Spirit squatch. The Josh <laughs> squatch, but he's spirit squatch. He's over here doing Zen he's things, Bodhi. bringing us. He's Bodhi squatch. He's Bodhi squatch. That could be too. Although quartermaster might be Bodhi squatch, but the Bodhi Safa beer was delicious. Delicious. Mm-hmm. India Pale Ale, him. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you to our trusted turd triad. Yes. Don, Chris, and Bodie, you guys are kick-ass, and you know why. Mm-hmm. Thank you to our, I, I'm calling them the trusted turd herders. Yes. And I think there's quite a few people in that group. Mm-hmm. Turd herders. The turd, turd herders. herders. Yes. Oh, they do a lot of work. PJ. PJ, Minnie. Minnie. 
uh, Kelly. Mm-hmm. You know, there's quite a few. There's a bunch. David. But we've got the meme army. There's so many people to thank. You guys can see where I'm Ho-Jay. like, okay, I need to write this We're down. Do the Ho-Jay. As far as it goes with the jar, mm-hmm. the Jargoneers is, is Hojay's group, mm-hmm. and there's many people you can find the Shitbox Wizard. Really, all of us kind of go in there and mm-hmm. play. I read. Every, I try and read as much as I can because it's super interesting. Knowing and Wiz, the Shitbox Wizard will find you. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> we, don't we have the best wizard? We really do. Our wizard is the best Don, wizard. Don... Yeah. Don you're the best wizard, buddy. He sees you, really you when you're sleeping. Oh, that's a different wizard. <laughs> now, nobody else are wizards. You're the only wizard in Skycast besides you. He knows me. when you're awake. Me. He knows when you've been bad or good. So be good, folks. Shut the fuck <laughs> See, it's getting worse. I'm turning my head, too. Don't yeah. turn your head and scream. Thank you to the meme army. <laughs> but all right. Thank you to our to our patrons. Mm-hmm. Where's the Where's the email to get a hold of us? It's where, where at it just... It's a jar pod. Jar pod. Just a ride. Just a ride. Just a ride. Just a ride. Pod. Just a ride pod. Fucking, I don't know. That's how you get a hold of. I'm shit. not emailing us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. It's just a ride pod, number. Zach. Just, Calm down. Just a ride pod <laughs> at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Or if you want, you know, to talk shit about Shaden, you can send it to info at skycast.com. Yeah, because he doesn't get that. Yeah, I won't be able to read it. Mm-mm. But I have eyes and ears everywhere, and Actually, you're all in my filing cabinet. <laughs> on, our, on our music show, a lot of people were were sending me the message that they thought your vocals mm-hmm. were pretty good when that song of yours with the uh, mm-hmm. My Phantom. Well, it's good to keep tabs on how many insane people there are in the world I think that's, that's where that's thing. right where the file they're is. on the list they're all well, crazy you can, <laughs> you can thanks also, guys you can also find us on discord yes you you'll can. find Shaden hangs out on discord a lot yep mm-hmm. we have our mm-hmm. discord dookie slayer that lives there yeah. that's what his, tag, he's tag me though i'm a lot of places on mm-hmm. discord so fair enough there's a lot of places we were thinking about doing a twitter i think we should probably for the reasonable reasonablest party what do you mean thinking about it we already have a twitter well there's a scatcast twitter yeah there's scatcast twitter okay that's true but i don't mm-hmm. i don't do anything with it Oh, just a ride Twitter. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Got it. I don't know, because you can do some kind of cool groups there. We could actually mm-hmm. have some conversations with a big jo- a big group of people, mm-hmm. which would be kind of fun. Jar X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. It's called X. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a fun ride. Thank you so much. As always, we'll talk at you in the future. And it'll seem like the present. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a ride. Bong.